So this morning, I want to talk a little bit about this idea that we've been introduced to in Jeremiah this morning about God as the potter. Scripture is, is filled with this imagery of God creating works of art in His universe by the mere utterance of a spoken word. God said in the beginning, let there be light. And there was light. From that moment on in Scripture, whenever God said, let there be something, well then that something was brought into existence. The second chapter of Genesis brings a perspective on God's creation that is particularly interesting when we take the time to examine the nuances of it. Because Genesis 2 tells us that after God created the heavens and the earth, all with the power of His spoken word, God formed man with His own hands from the soil of the earth. Out of all of God's created universe, humankind is unique in that we were formed with not just God's words, but with His hands. God touched us, humankind, in the creative Process, molding us, forming us with his own hands. And it got me to thinking, have, have you ever watched a potter at work? Carefully spinning the clay on the spinning wheel, just the right consistency of clay, just the right mixture of clay and water, just the right pressure of the hands, just the right positioning of the hands, just the right technique. It's, it's very meticulous, skilled workmanship to take a lump of clay and make something beautiful out of it. And when the vessel is formed, that's not even the end of the process. It has to dry, and then it has to be fired in the kiln, and then it must be glazed and sometimes fired again to create the beautiful finish and the hardness that makes it a useful vessel. Now, our Creator God is a master potter. And the works of His hands are masterpieces. Isaiah 64, 8 says, Yet, O Lord, You are our Father. We are the clay and You are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Jeremiah 18.6 Can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as this potter has done, says the Lord, just like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Or maybe Ephesians 2.10 For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. See, the message in the Bible throughout Scripture is clear that God is the potter and we are the clay, which He forms into vessels for His own use, for His own purposes. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. Now in a great house... There are not only vessels of gold and silver, 
but also vessels of wood and clay, some for honorable use and some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Essentially, what Scripture is saying is that God is the potter and we are clay pots. Some of us are cracked pots. See, if God is the potter working the clay into vessels, well, that makes us all clay pots. In Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 through 12, Paul writes, For we do not proclaim ourselves... We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God, the God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus may be made visible in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. See, Paul tells us that one of the reasons God the potter formed us into vessels, clay pots, one of the purposes he has for us is to proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as bond servants for Jesus' sake. See, a bond servant is a slave by choice. See, many biblical references to slaves can be translated more accurately as bond servants and this was a a contractual arrangement between the head of a household and a servant who would contract him or herself out for a specific set period of time depending on the agreement between the master and the servant and in some instances the relationship between that servant and the master became more like family and the servant might choose to commit themselves to a lifetime of service to the master. And so Paul says that our relationship to Christ is like that of a bond servant who has committed to a lifetime relationship with their master. When we sell out completely for Christ in such a way, this, this vessel, this clay pot that God created can then be emptied of ourselves and used as a vessel for the Holy Spirit and for the message of the gospel. 
It's, it's not a perfect vessel by any means, is it? It's not a particularly strong vessel either. It, it can chip and it can crack and it can be broken to pieces. It's, it's weak and it's flawed and it gets bounced around and beaten and abused by the world. But see, the treasure that it contains, the Holy Spirit treasure that's within this cracked pot, it can't be destroyed. It can't be soiled. It can't be changed by the world. Not in any way whatsoever. But it can change the world. You see, the, the vessels release its life-changing power to the world. And sometimes it's through those chips and cracks and brokenness of our vessel that the light of the treasure that's held within is released into the world. Sometimes the treasure that's held within, the Holy Spirit within, seeps out through the chips and the cracks in the vessel. But here's the thing, when we choose to open the lid, to our vessel, to the world. Oh, how that light floods the darkness around us. Not just seeping through the cracks and the chips, but we open up and the Holy Spirit pours out of us into the world like light flooding the darkness. Why put treasure in an earthen pot. Why put divine treasure in an earthen pot? Well, it's to show that the treasure has nothing to do with the pot. To show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. The result is that no one, including apostles, can boast before God. Paul's image in 1 Corinthians captures this paradox of, of Paul's ministry. This, the glorious gospel borne about by those who are inferior to it. The powerful gospel by those who are weak. Paul basically admits to being a cracked pot. One that was rejected and afflicted and subject to destruction, but his weakness and his vulnerability were necessary to the proper conveyance of the treasure of the gospel. See, everyone can see that the power that came from Paul's spreading of the gospel message, the message of salvation to the world, didn't come from Paul, but from Christ in Paul. And so it is with us as we go and proclaim the gospel out there to those people, you know, those people, those folks who so desperately need Christ in their life. Kind of like the folks in here. No, exactly like the folks in here. Ask yourself, Matter of fact, turn to the person next to you and ask, are you a cracked pot? Are you a cracked pot? 
if you are, be one that leaks the light of Christ into the world. See, clay pots express the wisdom of God who chose what is foolish and weak in the world to shame those who think they are wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame those who think they are strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world to show things that are not. To reduce to nothing things that are, 1 Corinthians says. See, each of us as believers, each of us is a clay pot. Each of us is touched personally by the hands of God the Father who formed us, who created us, and each of us is filled with the Holy Spirit to carry inside of us the message of light and hope that is Jesus Christ. And as such vessels, vessels that carry so great a treasure, it is our responsibility to open the lid to our vessel and share the light and the hope with those who exist in the fallen, broken, darkened world around us. It's okay to be a vessel that has chips and cracks. Because even such a broken vessel can be used as an instrument of the only wise God who saw fit to put the Holy Spirit, the light of peace and truth and love into these broken vessels. Knowing, knowing that there's no way we could contain it, but we would be forced to share it into the darkness of the world. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.